keep going. Don't ever let anyone talk you out of it. Tell you that this idea is stupid or you're wasting your time. Don't leave a good job. Do it. If the the vision was implanted in you, go ahead and see that, you know, you see forth within your dreams, whatever it is that you want to do, do it. Don't let anyone whisper in your ear and say otherwise. You're listening to the Almost 30 podcast hosted by Krista Williams and Lindsay Simsek. Almost 30 started as a conversation about the transition from our 20s to our 30s. But then we realized life is full of transitions. So we expanded our mission. We are an intuition-led, wellness-focused lifestyle podcast that promises to deliver authentic conversations, diverse points of view, and insights rooted in optimism, growth, and intention. The Almost 30 Nation community is a group of purposeful dreamers who are smart, passionate, and always seeking the full potential in every aspect of their lives. At Almost 30, we're making magic together. We dream it, and then we do it. Thanks so much for tuning into the Almost 30 Podcast. Here we go. Open up. You know what I've been doing when I get into bed at night? Lights are off. I've done all my stuff. And I'll just go. And I know I think you do this with Justin. I didn't get it from you, but it it felt like he would be annoyed by it maybe where it's like... Ah, like I go all the way down. I try. All the way down. I try and he honestly hits me in the face. (laughs) There's something weird where he doesn't like breathing. I'm like, will you breathe? And he goes, and his chest comes out. I'm like, no, put it in your belly. And he's, he goes, and his chest goes out. I'm like, no, put it in your belly. And he doesn't know how to like belly breathe. Well, it's like a very yogic thing that you kind of learn in yoga. And guys kind of like move from their chest. Yes. Yeah. It's like, yeah, every night before bed, I try and let it rip. I do that in the car actually a Feels lot where so I go, good. I'll make the noises and go like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, do that kind of thing. Cause it feels so good to just let out like a big thing of energy. Anything, anytime I'm really anxious and it's, it's coupled with, I can't get a deep breath. Oh, so if yeah. I can like kind of force a deep breath, then I calm down a little bit. Yeah. yeah I mean, no. I can't get a deep breath right now. I had one soda. Mm. And my belly is like- It was like a sparkling water. Yeah. What the heck? Dude. Can't do that anymore. I it's was weird. addicted to sparkling water Same. for and a long And now, honestly, time. my stomach hurts from like yeah. the gas bubbles in my stomach. So bad. It's I know. It's so weird. But I love it every once in a while. I know. You can't like help it sometimes. I know. I like, like a little crisp bubble. Crack it open. Like a little crispy bubble. Welcome back to the podcast. If you guys are new here, my name is Krista Williams. And I'm Lindsay Simsick. And we didn't plan that. So, And we are Almost Never 30 do. Podcast. We are a brand and community that lives online and in real life on tour. So if you're interested to meet some conscious, like-minded individuals, check out our secret Facebook group. Yeah, they're the best. And we're traveling all over the world. Actually, we were just in London not too long ago in Denver and Austin and we just keep them coming. Yep. Can't wait. We're headed to... Doing Salt Lake City. Oh yeah. We're doing Salt Lake City. Yeah. We're doing SF. We're doing Chicago. We're doing Ohio. We're doing Nashville, New York. Philly. Miami. Washington, D.C. Yeah. Yeah. And a couple in LA. So check those out as well. But yeah, it's been the best. So bring your friends or come alone. Doesn't matter. And if you know someone in the city that we're going to, share it with them. Yes share it. Um, we asked the group 
about, you know, things they would want us to talk about. I basically said, ask us anything. Mm. We got some good ones, Ooh. got some weird ones and we got some good ones, but this one actually is one that we get a lot. Yeah. Kind of, kind of inadvertently. Yes. <laughs> Especially from family. How much does pasta, pasta <laughs> podcasting actually make you? So how much money can you actually make from podcasting? <laughs> Which is a really good question. Yeah, I know, honestly. <laughs> I think my dad asks me every few months. I know. It's such a range too, because, you know, we have what we have going on. And then I know other podcasts that don't really even monetize. So it's just, it's just like the influencer in the blogging space in that way where you never know. Someone could have 3 million followers and they're making $10,000 a year. Someone could have 20,000 followers and they're making a million dollars a year. You know, so it's just such a range, but Lindsay and I are making $14 million a month. (laughs) And uh, we've been seven figures for a while. It feels really good. I've got my seven figure t-shirt on. (laughs) Seven (laughs) figures are bust. (laughs) No, but... um, So the way that podcasting is monetized for us is through podcast advertisements, which is like 70% of our revenue is through the actual podcast, maybe 60 now, and then um, tour sponsorship. So that's events production and, and things like that. And then we have your podcast pro. So I think what the thing about it is, is you have to focus on getting as many listeners as possible. And then you monetize the number of listeners or average downloads that you have. So looking at a podcast like My Favorite Murder or something like that, they probably have 500,000 downloads per episode on average. You know, they're one of the biggest podcasts ever, but then you can monetize that 500,000 to a really great amount. I know one of the biggest podcasts that I won't name charges $25,000 per ad spot, but then there's other people that charge 250. So it really just depends on your reach and your numbers. But Lindsay and I, you know, <laughs> are fine. <laughs> We're good. I mean, we've gone full time, which, which is great. But I would say too, and just to reiterate, like the the importance of your demo and your community, how engaged they are, that matters. You know, you could have a lot of listeners and that number goes quite far or downloads and that goes quite far. But I think the engagement tips you the scale to where you are making more than just what the CPM says, basically. Yep. So yeah. And it's almost like with in digital, it's like pay-per-click. So a lot of digital advertising is monetized by the amount of clicks that would drive to a website. So the way that podcasting is, is the amount of downloads. So there's just different measures of how people monetize their podcast, but you can make a shitload of money. And I think it's in direct proportion to how much time and work you put into it and patience too. Mm -hmm. You know, I think there is a too soon mark where you're maybe pitching to brands too soon or you're saying yes to things too soon. So it's an intuitive thing, I think, within the business where, you know, it, 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 for us, like it was, it was, it was soon. It was like six months, right? About six months, yeah. five, six months. And so, like the the ego part of it was like, oh, I don't know. It's like a little soon, and like, are we even ready for this? But we just did it, as we did most things. We just do it, and we got to learn so much with a brand, a couple brands that were growing right along with us. And it was a really beautiful relationship. So I think if the understanding is there between you and the brand and you want to grow together, I think that's like a beautiful 
really lucky way to yeah. start monetizing. Yeah. I mean, I was talking about this the other day, but I've had to shift, you know, do the paradigm shift of knowing that I can benefit a brand and I could work with a brand that I love and they will benefit and I will benefit. So I can be part of a mutually beneficial business relationship where we both are benefiting, where they are giving me money and I'm giving them exposure exposure or clients or customers or whatever. So that's been really interesting for me to learn that from being in the corporate world where I didn't really care about the product. I didn't really care about the business, but I was being, you know, paid paid my salary. And I know that's not the same for all women. You know, there are people that love their jobs and um, but that, you know, necessarily wasn't the case for me. So so like anything, as an entrepreneur, you can make a lot of money, you can make a little amount of money, but you do have to be really smart about it. And for us, it was really about building the business for the first two years and trying to find the right products, the right brands to introduce to this community that we love and that we're here to serve and that we're so thoughtful about and making sure that it was the right thing. And then it is a support of female founded companies, companies that are ethical, companies that are conscious. And it's just been a really beautiful process, but I'm, I'm making less than I was at my corporate job. Let's just say that. Yeah. I'm making, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I, but my next thing that I was going to say was that we're investing back into the business. Yep. So we're investing in a team. We're investing in a lot of things that we know will be integral to growing this tenfold. So yeah, it is. I think that's the story of so many CEOs, founders, yep. entrepreneurs, where they don't take a paycheck for an X amount of time or take the, they take a lesser paycheck. And that feels right. You know, it's not always easy, but it's like, it feels right. For and sure. it's, it's doing what it needs to do. So it's a great question. Yeah. Happy to be open and, and candid with you about that. And a similar question which kind of ties in and also ties into our guest today. But uh, Trisha asks, when was the exact moment you knew it was time to step away from your quote unquote other jobs and go full-time with almost 30? And what would you suggest to pay attention to for other female entrepreneurs when wanting, craving a shift? And this can apply to just anyone who wants to make a change. Totally. Truly, like whether it's from one corporate job to the next or whatever that looks like for you. So not just entrepreneurs. And I, I don't know if we've talked about the exact moment Mine was, I remember mine. Yeah. So when I was working at my last job, <laughs> one of my clients was Hidden Valley Ranch. And yeah, you heard that right. <laughs> I did some dope shit for them, but I was on this call and it was a Friday afternoon and I was working from home and I did this call and I was like, oh, I did really well on that call. I'd been at this company for two years at this point. And I get off the conversation and my boss at that time just was like going off about all these things that were incorrect or not on point about the call. And I was just like, I'm sitting here talking about ranch dressing and I'm obviously not passionate about it. I obviously don't care. I'm not serving myself. I'm not serving her. And was just like, yeah, it's, it's gotta happen. So then it happened on Monday, but I remember I was just like, and I actually had a friend over <laughs> casual. I had a friend <laughs> over and she was like blown away. She was like, what just happened? Like, <laughs> like she heard me on that call and was like, what's going on right now? And even Justin said it too. He's like, I don't understand what is what you're doing. Yeah, Cause it would be remember. one person. And then I'd be a completely different person. Cause I was so insecure. I didn't feel good about it. You know, I felt like I was being inauthentic and I felt like I was lying all the time. Cause I wasn't 
not, I didn't want to be there and I wanted to be doing something else. So I definitely remember it, but it took a while. You know, it always, it always seems to, but I was really smart this time because I've done it. I quit one time before for blogging and wasn't really financially prepared. So had to, had to get a job again. But for this one, I financially prepared myself uh, well enough and we were making enough money, you know, mm-hmm. to support us. So, um, that was one thing that we did right. And I really never looked back to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that time very, very well. I remember that weekend we were discussing it. Yeah. It was, yeah. I'm proud of you. Yeah. It was like for soul cycle, I guess was my last like hold on something other. And I asked them, I told them I was leaving in September. I was like, so September one, like it's going to be it. And they said, no, they're like, what do you want? And I was like, what do I want? Yeah. Like, I didn't know I could ask for what I want. Like, I don't know. <laughs> totally. So that was like, it was interesting because it didn't feel like I was leaving too soon, but I also wasn't, I don't know. I, I was just curious about what that meant and like what the options could be. So I asked for more money and I got it. And that was really nice. But then after a few months, it didn't really matter anymore. Like the you could feel energetically that like the money was not compensating me for the time that it took to prepare for classes, to be in the classes, to wind down from classes when I was tired from classes, like all this stuff. So it really didn't feel good, but it was- There's a point where you're like, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care care. about this money. Like, yeah, it's not like we don't care about money. Like I care very much about money and we had enough to Mm -hmm. have this sustained life. But it's like, you look at that and you're like, whatever is X amount more. Yeah. Yes, completely. So I, yeah, it was time, but it was hard. It was definitely hard. It wasn't like a moment where I was like, fuck this shit, see you later. It was definitely hard because of the community, like SoulCycle community is pretty bomb. And I just like, and it was a an outlet for me to perform in a way. It was... Yeah, it was just something so different. And it was a big part of my life for four and a half years. So to let that go, it was like easy and hard at the same time, I guess. Like I knew it was time, so that was easy. And then it was hard saying bye to people and just then not having that every week. You know, so yeah, I think I think that if you are out there and feeling that something is both easy and hard, I think it would serve you to maybe write, maybe like make a list of just things that you're, that are going right, that are not going right. And just look at it almost as energy. Like where, where is it pulling you? And is where it's pulling you, draining you? Or is it pulling you back to shoot you forward? You know, just like kind of looking at it energetically. But that was the moment. End of December, done, done. And I would think too, you know, is it like an emotional or ego thing? Is it, yes, you know, one day you have a bad review from your boss and then all of a sudden you want to quit. Thinking really strategically about it, you know, because... It's not easy as you get older to find, it's, it's, it gets harder to find jobs as you get older because you have more experience. You're looking for a higher pay bracket. You're looking for a job that's more specific than someone who's super young that can really kind of do anything at like a lower pay grade level. So I would say that from my experience, having the pay coming in that was consistent is the 
ultimate game changer because if I was working for, and this is me personally, and this is speaking for just who I am. If I was working from a place where I was at zero and we had to start the podcast and then start to make the money, that would have been super stressful for me. And it wouldn't have been, yeah. it wouldn't have gone in the direction that it's gone. Completely. Oh my God. At all. Well, thing things like this, things that are as special as this, I think do not do well under that type of pressure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it has to grow so organically. So if you force things, it becomes something you never set it out to be. Totally. Actually, during, during that last call with Hidden Valley Ranch, I was showing them these cute little Hidden Valley Ranch corn cob holders. Yeah. And Didn't this, you have earrings too? Yes. And they were Hidden Valley Ranch earrings, corn wow. cob holders. Uh, Did you ever floaty. get sent a, a, a prototype of that or? No, I should wow. have. A floaty, a mug that said, <laughs> wish this was ranch. I mean, we really ran the gamut. We had some really creative ideas for them. I think it's great. I wonder if it ever went to a- Production? Yeah. For sure. Wow. 100. 100%. I'm going to find that. Hey, anyone out there, could you find that for us? Yeah. Could you find <laughs> us the wish this was ranch mug? <laughs> I need 40. It's actually a really good one. Dude, tell me about it. That'd be great merch for us to repurpose. I agree. Wish this was ranch. <laughs> I do too. Our last. We actually have some uh, flannels. If you guys want some of our flannels, we've oh, got yeah. extra flannels left over from- Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> if you If you remember that, you can have a flannel. That was a TBT photo shoot. That wow. photo shoot was so funny. I actually have a an Instagram post ready that has 10 pictures of us where we look like idiots. Love that. It, like, Please it, post. They're hilarious. I In mean. crazy costumes. Like Kristen and I always show up to a, show, <laughs> a photo shoot where we're like, we're going to be supernatural. Probably just a white t-shirt with jeans. Something basic. And then we show up as actual clowns <laughs> from the fucking circus. Literally. We're like, do you like my... Yeah. Uh, my my like scuba suit top with this like tool skirt. I'm like, yeah, it's classic. I'm like, how's a red lip? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. Actual jokes. Oh fuck. Joke, Jim Oaks. Uh, speaking of entrepreneurs and just overall, Sweet just incredible hearts. women. Yeah, yeah, she's just so cool. Lorraine Dowdy joined us for the podcast and it was just such a beautiful conversation. She founded Color Rain, Colored Rain in 2013. And she left a high-powered job. So speaking of leaving your job, high-powered job in the financial industry to pursue her dream. And she was dreaming about starting a cosmetic line that encouraged self-expression and diversity and included shades for women of color. Yeah, she was so sweet. I loved her dedication to what she was doing. I loved her creative eye and just her soul was made to do this. It was so fun to talk about where she gets inspiration from, which is something that we are very passionate about. And to hear about a little behind the scenes about the cosmetic industry. So she's cruelty-free and everything like that. But just to understand her creative process was awesome. Yeah. And we also talked about starting a business as a woman of color, which has been challenging for her, but her passion and her relentlessness is like fucking hot fire flames. Yeah, she's and a joy. She's just super successful. We look up to her. So enjoy this episode. Share with your friends. Rate and review on iTunes. We appreciate it. We'll read a review on the other side of this. Visit us on tour. Tell your friends about it. Tell everyone. And if you haven't already, join our secret Facebook group and then go join the subgroups. So we have subgroups uh, of cities, regions all around the world. And if you don't find a subgroup and you want to be an ambassador, we'd love 
to have you join the ambassador program, which is a way for women to just create community where they are. It can be anything truly. It could be a cup of tea. It could be a yoga class or event for charity. We've seen, we've seen girls help each other move. I know. So sweet. In LA, we're doing a clothing drive right now. Yes. We're organizing a clothing drive to take all of our clothes that we want to donate to the local women's shelters. I got mine ready for you. Oh, you do? Good. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll come and help you take it. Okay. Two cars. All right. Come see us on tour. Follow us on Instagram. um, Share this episode. And thank you so much for being here. It means a lot to Lindsay and I, and it means a lot to the women of this community. And we are grateful for you. Love you. Enjoy. Yeah, I can hear you. The founder of Colored Rain in the house. You guys, we just got a goodie bag full of stuff. I cannot wait for tonight to use all of it. Time to play. It's going to be crazy. We're just going to show up with all of it. It's like like red eyeshadow on. (laughs) It's going to be amazing. You're like, hey, this is a really chill event. Red is the new neutral eyeshadow. Is it really? Oh God, I love red eyeshadow. Me too. How do you like incorporate really pigmenty colored eyeshadows in so it's not so intense so intense i I mean i think you can play down anything once you have good transition colors like Mm. so if i'm gonna wear a red eyeshadow there was one look i did recently uh, on my personal Mm. instagram and i posted it on the business page where i put on a red foil eyeshadow and i blended it out with the shade named debonair from our cheers to the beauty palette Mm. and i did it really soft and it looked amazing everyone loved that picture and they were like oh my god i didn't i didn't think that red eyeshadow could look so good and especially on brown skin it it was popping i loved it it looked Mm. really good and i did it myself it it, it turned out really well i think your skin holds it better than mine oh but it's a little too ready i I like the golds i like the purples the browns but that's what's great about colored rain is that it's for all skin yes play yeah play it's when we create products we create it for everyone no barriers no skin tone Mm. left you know to the wayside we want everyone to feel welcome everyone deserves to be beautiful in and out so what Mm. were you noticing like were the holes in kind of what was being included in the beauty industry and what was being excluded because as white women, I don't think, you know, I I have been very aware of that. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm more aware of it now as we like kind of just get more into this space, but what were you seeing and what, well, firstly, thank you for noticing and and putting it out there. That's just, it is what it is. Um, I think a lot of brands tend to sleep on people uh, on products for people of color. Um, So, as a brand owner myself, I made it my responsibility to put out products and create product that will look good, not just on our skin tone, but everyone. I mm-hmm. want everyone from the lightest uh, skin pigment to the darkest to be mm-hmm. able to find something that works. And I think in the beauty industry, they're starting to, you know, slowly but surely adapt to the fact that there are not enough product that cater to people of color. Um, and so they're they're really listening to the voice of the consumers in the market and saying, hey, we need more of this. So I, I think it's a great thing that everyone is is really trying their very best to put out a variety for everyone. Mm. And and as a brand owner myself, like I said, that's my major responsibility to to make sure that we have product that can work on brown skin, you know, light skin, medium skin, everything. I want everyone to be able to wear a colored rain product and feel, you know, like their beauty is accentuated effortlessly. Mm. What did you, how did you get into this? Like, what would you, what were you doing before and what made you so interested in 
Yes. <laughs> I worked in legal and compliance for about 15 to 16 years. Sexy. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's taught me so much if business. I, I, I don't regret anything, any tests or tribulations that I've went through in corporate America because it's tailored me to be the woman that I am today. But I wasn't passionate about what I was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, I know a good a bit. Uh, it, about the financial industry and the legal and compliance era, but I always had a love for color. I always had a love for creating color and and anything that can accentuate beauty. And so I was sitting at my desk one day and I was saying to, to myself, you know, I don't want to do this. What can I do um, that I actually love, that I'm passionate about? And cosmetics was, it's always been something that I've been passionate about since a little girl. I think we all are, you know, every girl or for the most part, Every girl really loves to play in makeup and mm-hmm. color and see how we can mm-hmm. accentuate our beauty. And and it was that. It was effortless for me. And I think I got into the market at the right time. Yeah. Back in 2013 is when Colored Rain uh-huh. w- officially hit the market. Founded in 2012 and, and launched in 2013. And I hit it when times were like, it was just like the best time to be alive. It felt like to create and, yes. and, 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 you know, have no boundaries and do things with joy and love. I think for the most part, that's what the market is, is kind of missing is that joy and that love. Mm. You know what I mean? I feel like it's not passionate the way it used to be. And um, as a reminder for myself and to always to, you know, you know, remain passionate about what I'm doing because sometimes it can, you can feel like, you know, it's becoming a chore or a job. And so what I do is every night and at evenings, I sit down and I just watch different nature based shows. So I'll sit I do down. Too. Me too. What do you I love. I, I watch BBC Earth with David mm, Attenberg, the narrator. Yeah, He's the best narrator for those. It's everything, it's right? So I've been watching a lot of There's nature shows. The Deep Nash- Blue Sea ones are good. Oh on my Netflix. gosh. Those are I also like um Wild Ones. Oh, I've never mm. seen that. You have to Wild Ones I think is on National Geographic. Okay. Oh my god, I'm such is a there, nerd. Like, a right monkey? Now. Is there like a little monkey on it? Yes. Okay, yeah, like a little yeah. cute monkey. Yes, yes, yes there's I've one with that. the monkey, and I am obsessed with any kind of documentaries about Africa. Mm. Oh. I, I feel like I've slept on nature documentaries for so long. Dude. It's so beautiful. I have a project that's coming out Especially in for like colors January, and, like and it's based off of nature. Really? Oh, God. Tell us more about it. <sighs> or if you can. Can, can you? I? Can I? Looking at the PR team. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll put it like this. Yeah. I'll put it like this. The name of the one of the products uh, that's due to launch is called Rainforest. Mm. And it's rain with an E as in colored rain. Mm-hmm. Basically the last ending of my first name. A lot of people don't know that. But um, it's rainforest. It's, it's, it's nature themed, but it's exciting at the same time. Mm. Um, the names for the eyeshadows they flow effortlessly. You're going to love it. If you're mm. into nature shows, you're going to really, really love it. Beautiful. It's like a mix of mats and you have your, your obvious like banging foils, mm-hmm. but the colors that just speak volume. I wish I could show it to you guys right now. No, I can. Feel free to um, send it. All right. <laughs> I'll be sure to send you guys a package. How do you source colors as bright and as concentrated mm-hmm. as you have? I use my skin as the base model, honestly, Uh to be very honest with you. I'm not super dark, but I'm not super light. I think I'm the the, the 
right there smack dab in the middle. Uh-huh. Um, so if anything is surpassable on my skin, I also use my husband's skin. Mm-hmm. My husband is very dark. And so if I swatch and I, you know, I'm blending and I, I, I do things on his skin tone and it's surpassable on his skin and surpassable on mine, I have more of the sensitive skin. So if it doesn't irritate me, I know it's good to go. And I'll go through the, I'll do that process for like months on end to make sure it's like, top notch to hit the market. I know people tend to think that colored rain takes too long to put things out on the market, but this is the reason why we have mm-hmm. so much passion and, and we want to make sure that it, it does well on the market and then there aren't any mm-hmm. issues of like allergy related or anything yeah. like that. And, you know, wear time, things of that nature. I put every product through the ringer and this is why the majority of our consumer base, they can say, wow, Colored Rain has exceptional quality. Mm-hmm. We, that's one thing we are known for is our quality. We're slept on. The quality is slept on. We are really good because we have so much love and passion and dedication that goes into the product. Mm. Do you have like a night with your husband that's like makeup testing night? <laughs> no, we like, do. Just, you just know, it's TV so funny. You're like, give me your arm. Oh my God. You know how many times I've done that with I'm him? Sure. I've stepped away from the middle of a show and I'm like, baby, come here. I have to swatch this product on your arm. Let me see. How it wears on your skin, how it looks. (laughs) And he doesn't give me any fuss. I love my man to death. He's the best king ever. Um, You know, he doesn't give me any fuss about it because he knows that this is our bread and butter and this is my passion. This is my love. It's literally a child we've conceived together. Wow. You know, wait, the nature documentaries. So why do you like, why do you think you're drawn to them? Uh, you know, when you look deep down inside and you see the different personalities in the animals, perfect example, the elephants. Mm, love this. I know you've, the elephants in itself, they are such a loyal breed of animal, the largest mammal to to walk earth currently. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are so exceptionally loyal and caring and one of the most I want to say down-to-earth, lovable animals that you can get to know. Mm. One of the shade names in the rainforest palette is called Matriarch. Mm. And I named it after the elephant family, the female, obviously, Mm. because she has perfect senses that can... She can smell water miles and miles away. And she leads her whole team of elephants to the river, to where they can find source of water. And that plays an important role. So... I don't know. Maybe I'm getting a little no, bit no, too no, intimate exactly with my product, like. but I'm so happy that you guys are asking these questions because this is what I get goosebumps about. And mm-hmm. I'm having goosebumps talking to you guys about it right now. This is just how in tune I am with my products. So going back to Matriarch, she, she, it's this deep intensive. It's literally the color of an elephant mm-hmm. after they've taken a mud bath mm-hmm. and you know, I'm happy so to go cute. into this story about that. it. Like and a lot so, of people yeah. don't realize that Elephants take mud baths because it protects them against, you know, insects, mosquitoes, things of that nature and any kind of um, um, infection. And also it works as a natural screen protector for the elephants. So I created the shade to complement the the position and the role of the Mm. matriarch in the elephant family. That's just one element of the palette, but goes to show you how intense and how deep I get into Mm. The products we create. Yeah, watching nature documentaries is like the best way to like wind down. It's, it's like I'm not gonna be like yes, I'm so happy st- someone else sees 100%, it. 100, honey, it's all I watch. I'm not gonna be stressed out. I'm learning something. Yeah. Honestly, there's like all these movies and films. There's nothing crazier than planet Earth. Nothing oh my crazier. god, you look at you're like. This is the craziest thing they ever. They spend 10 years filming Planet Earth. Oh my God, it's insane. <laughs> 10 it. it's like, years. So like you're the saying the be- dedication kind of like yeah. to curate what you do. It's like to really like be in nature and to respect it. I mean, mm. it's like so parallel with like your cruelty-free part. It's just like to observe it and to like absorb it. Oh, you're it. cruelty-free? I am. 
Mm-hmm. I am cruelty Let's free. Talk about that. So let me, and I have to say, in watching these nature documentaries, I'm more so an advocate to make it our mission and our duty to never harm an animal, an insect, a bug for anything, just for beauty. Mm-hmm. Because these animals have same rights, just like you and I. They have the right to breathe. Matter of fact, their life is much difficult than ours. Mm-hmm. Because life, wildlife out in the safari, literally they're just living day by day to eat and to survive. You know, every day they go out there on the plane field or they're out on the plane field trying to find or source food and water for for their families. Their life is on the line because obviously a predator is out to get them, you know, and I understand that, you know, what is the saying with uh, the Lion King? It's a circle of life. Mm, yeah. It literally is a circle of life. And and for instance, if a lion, a lioness comes along and she has to hunt, you know, um, a a wildebeest or whatever, mm-hmm. what have you, she's trying to source meals for her family. I understand mm-hmm. it's heartbreaking for the wildebeest mm-hmm. to have to get killed. Yeah. But they just all play a major role. And going back to Colored Rain, I, I that's how I want people to feel about Colored Rain, that we play a major role in the beauty community, community in the beauty industry because we're creating products to cater everyone, mm. everyone. We, we Yes, there are so many different brands out there, but how many brands can you identify that literally has, it can be a one-stop shop where you can find something to go with your skin tone, mm. someone with an olive skin tone, someone with deep, dark or black blue uh, skin tone. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to create for everyone. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, going into 2019, we've been working on foundations Oh my gosh, dated back to 2016, to be very honest with wow. you. I can remember when I sent Aiden the very first uh, batch sample we had, which mm. was a pan. Didn't love it. And, you know, I do understand that in the, in the beauty industry, you have to always remain innovative. And, you know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I try to tell people it is not a race. It's a marathon. Because what if we were to put out something that was subpar, the kind of feedback we would get it wouldn't put us in a, a good headspace, mm. you know, and, and people are eager people to point out of, like consumers are ruthless. The cons- if they hear, ruthless. I mean, I, I, I'm sure you love your consumers, but it's more like if you have one slip up, they're like, <gasps> yeah. you know, and yeah. they just don't know how to forget it. And while exactly, exactly. <laughs> and while we would love to be a perfect brand, we're not perfect. We mm-hmm. can't create perfect products, but we can try to get near as perfect as possible. Mm-hmm. So this is why we take our time in putting out product. And also we want to leave a little to be desired. I feel like the industry as it is now, we have a great variety, but everyone is rushing to put something out to seem like we're always remaining busy. Busy. It's not about rushing for us. It's about putting out quality and stuff that makes sense. Um, stories that our consumers, even with our eyeshadow palettes, can understand because sometimes when you give them a little bit too much or too much variation, it can tend to con- confuse the consumer. Totally. We don't want to confuse them. And I noticed that a lot of our consumers, so they'll email us so and they'll say, well, how do I use this product to how do I use this? So if you're creating a product that creates ease of use, mm. it's 10 times likely to move faster than something that may be a little bit difficult because it has too much variety or too much of um, maybe bold colors. I, I, I kind of like to mix things and put it in like, Something that's um, someone that's intermediate experience, someone that isn't that isn't as experienced putting together color stories that work for the consumer, I think is important. 
And when you were at your job working in legal and compliance, like how, so you had this idea, but how did you get from there to here? Did you work on it? While I was at my desk? Yeah. Did you yes. Same. <laughs> I was making cold calls. It's so funny because I remember I got called in the office. Like, you can't do this at your desk. Can no, you please? No, they said that? Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Can you please um, Who do are you this? Calling? I was literally calling manufacturers. To <laughs> she was like pigment squatches out of the desk. <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> it's so funny because one of my um, old coworkers, I call her my sister now because we've developed such a close relationship. She always reminds me of the story. She remembers when I was placing cold calls and trying to get samples of lipsticks in and things of that nature. And I was told that you can't do this, you know, during business hours, which I understand. I was getting paid to do a job that I was hired to do, <laughs> not, you know, play in color. And, uh, you know, my manager asked me if I can handle this on my lunch break and or after hours. At that time, you know, I was living in New York. Most businesses were closed, so I couldn't handle the business, you, you know, trying to source the things that I needed during business hours. But I snuck away and did what I needed to do. And here I am today. You said Love you it. worked with kind of partners with your husband. Like, how did that work and how did you make that like work very well, even though you were in an intimate relationship. So as well. it, it, it can be quite challenging, yeah. but a challenge does good in my household. You know, mm. um, if it wasn't a challenge, I think it will be boring and uh, we wouldn't be where we are today, mm -hmm. especially with my husband. I wouldn't be. I love a challenge. So and he he loves a challenge just the same. So I think I think. The fact that he's adapted to the beauty being around me and 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 seeing how things work and and noticing the different type of rigorous tests that I put products through, he now can test things himself without having my voice or my uh. opinion. Like he'll go shopping for makeup. He'll go shopping for Love makeup him. and bring it home for me. And straight man. You know, he'll go shopping for makeup and he'll swatch things in the middle of the store. And people he does like a Kylie. He's so, like, what do you guys yeah, Literally. And if you see my husband, he's this big, macho, muscular guy. So he's you would never look at him and say, oh, yeah, he, he can swatch makeup. And <sighs> no, nope, no shame in his That's game. That's amazing. Oh. <laughs> Taught my king well. And then um, were you guys married when you were at the job and then you left to start your company? So or? no, my husband and I started dating when I was like 22 years old. I'm now 40. And oh, we are well. married now for seven years. Yes, seven guys, years. she looks 22. <laughs> 22 still. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we've been around. He's been around from beginning to end. Like oh. from day one, he was shooting with me in the gym. Damn. Yeah. What, what do you mean shooting with you? I mean, team? he was there from the beginning. He's, he was Damn. there. I know. I was like, wait, we <laughs> are you not cool. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I was like, and she played basketball. I know you're right. <laughs> yeah. How about that? Yeah, right. I can't catch to save my Same. life. <laughs> Justin and I have played one time and it was... I got the analogy. It was hilarious. <laughs> um, this wig is going about to come off in like three seconds. Yeah, <laughs> we're getting cozy. So we're taking our wigs off. <laughs> Literally, you can. It's such a beautiful cut, by the way. Thank what did you. you. What, what what inspired you to cut your hair? My natural hair. I yeah. just got tired as I, I patience is out the window. The totally. older you get, so it's just like get out of here. Yeah, and your no face is so symmetrical. I mean, thank you. It's thank like you. Chris is a very about the symmetrical I'm about face. Symmetry. Are you really? <laughs> yes. Thank you. It's like my passion. <laughs> really? Yes. Okay. You want what you can't have. <laughs> <laughs> so. In terms of like building your team too, I know a lot mm -hmm. of entrepreneurs um, who are listening, 
you know, they can start the business, they have all the things they need, but then when it comes to scaling and building a team, it becomes, you know, kind of delegating to take care of your baby. What, what was that like for you? I first had to learn how to trust. Mm. Aiden can tell you, he, I put him fabulous. through the What's Aiden's handle? Wait, you got to see. Aiden's, What's Aiden's, oh, his handle is Aiden's Empire. Aiden's A- Empire. A-I-D-E-N-S-E-M-P-I-R-E. Perfect. Yeah. Aiden's Empire. Yeah. Makeup okay. artist. New York. Um, so first thing that was most difficult for me was trust. I have a hard time trusting people. And the reason being is because I've been let down so much in the past before, you know, I had to learn how to to be able to give him a task mm-hmm. and let him handle it at his pace. Yeah. Being from New York, it's always hustle and bustle. So I have this mentality about hustle and bustle with everything business related. Mm, Aiden, did you send this email out yet? Did you hear back from such and such yet? If I text you, it should be done. It should be like, you said this email, it should be done. Right. (laughs) As soon as you receive it. Exactly. (laughs) And it's sad because like, if you were to send me a text, I'll respond right away. I Mm -hmm. I don't leave any lag time in between. I I don't like people to feel like I'm ignoring them. Anyway, going back to, to building a team, I just had to learn how to trust and building that relationship. And over the years, we've built more and more relationship. And I think he can tell you I, I know for a fact the more responsibility I gave him he then knew that I was letting my guard down more and more so a piece of you know the shaving was coming down more and more and if I'm giving you more that means I trust you and I, mm-hmm. I realize that you you're capable of handling more I think finding reliable help is the hardest thing when you're running a business but most importantly loyalty that's what I look for in my employees is loyalty some people may there are vendors that I work with that Maybe he may not be fond of, but I stick with them because they're so loyal. And loyalty to me is just like one of those main ingredients that you need. You you obviously need to be able to handle the task, but loyalty will stand out before anything else Mm -hmm. for me. Mm. And so that's what makes me a little bit more patient, I think, as as an entrepreneur. Was he your first hire? He was. Oh, no way. How did you meet him? Aiden reached out to me. I remember he sent me an email. It wasn't a DM. It was yeah. an email. Um, and he basically said, hey, you know, I found Colored Rain. Love what you're doing, what you Aww. stand for. Would love to try your products. Can you, you know, he didn't say it verbatim. Can you send me yeah, some, yeah. you know, but, and I extended, I accepted and ex- I sent it out to him. And he's been, he's had the same personality, the same loyal uh, attitude to this very day, even when, you know, I may drive him crazy and I know I drive him crazy, but no one gets me as much as he does. Obviously, besides my husband, mm-hmm. no one gets me like Aiden and he knows my different moods. He knows when it's a good time to to reach out to Lorraine or, or how she's feeling based on my responses. That's why I stick with loyalty. Loyalty mm-hmm. is everything to me. Mm. I love that. And so did you... Like, I guess, so you were calling the vendors and getting it started to start a business like this. If someone was to wanted to start a cosmetics company, makeup company, did you have to take out a loan or like, what does like that look like? Like, did you just like, okay, vendors, like, let's do this. And you buy a small batch, then you sell that and then you grow or like, what does that look like? So let's just put it all out there. Yes, I did please. not get any loans. I did everything Damn. on my own. I had to work a Monday through Friday, nine to five. Listen I up. was declined for loans. Okay, I'm just going to keep it 100% real because a lot of people think that, oh, you just apply for a loan or you get, you know, investor funding. No, it's not that easy. 
you have to work hard. You have to put in the work. Mm. You know, God helps those who help themselves. So Mm -hmm. I had to work overtime hours in order to afford to put out, you know, maybe two or three lipsticks. And I continued doing that until I had, I started off with about 15 shades. So I worked for two years before I left um, to help build my product line. And a lot of people don't know this. Customers never know this because I I never really put the story out there. But in working my nine to five, I was answering emails, work re- you know related to Colored Rain. Same. I was answering emails there by myself um, and doing my day job, my nine to five job. And then when we would get home, we would fill the orders, and my husband would help me. We wouldn't even change out of our work clothes. We would fill the orders Ooh, right hustle. there in the middle of my kitchen and living room. Wow. So I didn't get any funding. I worked overtime hours, did what I needed to do, get that money up and start my line. And then when I ha- I was able to afford Aiden full time, I I asked him if he wouldn't mind leaving his job. He left his job and he's been with me ever since. We, it's so funny because we both were very unhappy. Wow. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, you guys are in this like very sterile environment and you guys are both very creative people. And I'm so glad that you talked about that. You know, there's, because for me as well, so I worked at a full-time job, you know, for the first two years building our business mm-hmm. and recently quit. And um, congratulations. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But, and it's possible, you know what it I is. mean? Like I hate to be an asshole and I know that everyone else's jobs are very different and you know, whatever industry you're in, um, I haven't been in every industry, but I was, it's not, it's painful and it's not fun, but yeah. you are able to get more stuff done. Yes, you than are. You think. Yeah. I think people, you know, hang out at other people's desks, go out to long lunches, go out to coffee and like, you know, look at TMZ or whatever. Like if you put that time, like I, I found that there would be like between three and four hours a day mm-hmm. that I could dedicate to my, to my job. Absolutely. Honestly, to be very honest with you, if my bosses were listening to me now. <laughs> Same, that's what mine. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I was doing colored rain work during finance hours. So, I, and I'm really good at multitasking. So once they gave me an assignment to do and I got that done, I would hop right back into yep. colored rain and look into more, you know, product or ways that I can make the brand stand out more. Mm. You know, um, it's like you said, it's possible. You you can do it. Anyone can do it. Once you set your mind to it, you can do it. You can attain those dreams and aspirations that you want in life. And no one should ever feel like, you know, oh, there's too many cosmetics lines out there that exist. I don't want to start. If that's what you want to do, do it. Mm. Because we all have something different to bring to the table. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. What I may specialize in or what I may what I may not specialize in or a product that I don't offer, you can come along and offer that or do a better job than me. Who 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 knows? You know what I mean? But the thing is, go after your dreams, go after your aspirations, whatever you're passionate about, go after it. We only have one time to walk and live this earth. Mm. Live it to your fullest. I I can like feel when you birth something, birth a new line, whatever it is, a new product. I can imagine that behind it are not only hours and hours of work, but just kind of like being with your creativity for those creatives out there. And I'm selfishly asking for myself too, like, what is your ritual around like being just in the tap, like just tapped into your creativity. And when things start to come in, do you have rituals around that? I don't really have rituals around it, but I will say the time I am most creative will be at the end of the day Mm. when I'm watching those nature shows. I don't know. It just puts me in a different headspace. It takes me out of like my human form yeah. and it's just like I'm one with them and I, it's my like mind wonder just, it's like yeah. you're just like you're a child you're like mm-hmm. wow like me and Justin like 
my boyfriend will mm-hmm. watch them and then we'll like go on walks and talk about it for hours. We'll be like, that is the craziest thing ever. It's funny, yeah. yes, because my husband and I, we will sit down and it's not like we purposely just have a conversation at the end of the show and, you know, try to do a review of what we just watched. It just, it happens where we'll just end up talking about nature and he'll say, oh, babe, did you know that the the wildebeest and they migrate once a year? And I'm like, yeah, hon, I watch Literally it every turn day. It on. So <laughs> fucking cute. Turn, turn on. me on. Turn me on. Talk turn about on. nature. Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's, it's almost boring being human when you're watching those shows. Yo, like I was dude. watching one last night. That is night. the opening quote. We're done. Literally. <laughs> We're done. It's just like I was watching something yesterday. I was trying to find a nature show to watch last night. Yeah. And then I ended up watching one or for like three minutes, three minutes. And I was like, this is boring. I can't watch it. It's about humans. Where are the elephants? Where are the lions? Where are the tigers? Where are the hippos? I need to see something. Quickly changed from that. Started watching another nature show. Got inspired and started creating right then and there. So at the end of the day is is my ritual, I guess, in a sense. Um, And sometimes if I'm just sitting out on the patio and I have nothing to do, which is very rare, and I just happen to start thinking of something, my mind just starts going and I'll start putting color stories together. I'll send Aiden a text and I'm like, what do you think about this? Yeah. So... How fun. It, it is. And it's, it's, <laughs> it's great. And I'm thankful because this is one of the things that I prayed to God for. I said, God, I'm thanking you in advance for creative mind. Um, Do yeah. you know how boring it would be if you did not have a creative mind? Yeah. How boring life could possibly be? Because you would just look at things. I think you wouldn't think outside the box. You would just look in a one directional view. I like to look at things in every different view possible to see the beauty in things. Mm. Yeah. What has your spiritual journey been like? You know, when you were working in that job where you were really unhappy man I, I i think it 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 made me out to look like the angry black woman mm. i'm going to be honest with you because yeah. my bosses would come to me and say hey lorraine can you type this brief and i'm i'd look at them like why can't you type it yourself yeah. and it's just like lorraine come on you can't do that you're getting paid to do totally. this totally <laughs> i feel but you i was passionate about something else i was oh. cheating on my job with yeah. cosmetics with makeup with my own dreams and aspirations do i regret cheating on my job absolutely not mm-hmm. because it's what helped me birth colored rain this is why i'm forever grateful for the the past trainings and and tribulations and trials that i had to mm-hmm. go through in corporate america to make me the woman that i am today because if i had to have the mind of someone with no type of training or back ground in in corporate or business i'd be a mess colored rain wouldn't be existent and with the grace of god i am here today and talking to him and 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 asking him for guidance Mm -hmm. because you know as well as in the financial industry this is a dog eat dog world and if you don't know what you're doing you can get eaten up and chewed out very easily and you need to have thick skin so i think my aspiration for the brand and 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 having a relationship with god and and knowing what it is that i want with colored rain that's what helped tailor the brand that it is today there's still a lot more that i have to learn there's still a lot more that i'm i'm willing to take advice on as a business owner because you don't really have that many people to speak with so you try to build a relationship with other business Mm -hmm. owners and right now i speak with four amazing um uh women other brands 
um, that own their brand. And they we we all help uplift one another. And I mm-hmm. think that's important. That's something that the industry lacks. Mm-hmm. So important. Can you yeah. talk a little bit more about that? So the four women, how did you meet them? And then what does uplifting look like? And how do you like maintain those relationships? Because there's a lot of entrepreneurial women mm-hmm. um, and it is lonely. So I'd love to hear mm-hmm. about it. It's extremely that. lonely. So I can tell you one of them in particular reached out to me one day. They sent us an email and said, hey, would you like to collab on doing a giveaway? And that was the opening to our relationship. So from one one giveaway led to, you know, acquaintance and now to the point where we call we reference each other as sisters. And we all had the same things to say, like, you know, how do I do this? I would love to get advice on how to approach a certain situation, but have no one that I can turn to and talk to. So we turned to each other. Mm. We turn to each other. We're all in the beauty industry. We turn to each other and we talk to each other and we say, well, this is how I would handle this. Or I've never dealt with this, but this is how I think, you know, you should deal with this situation. Mm-hmm. So I think as, and we're all women of color, not saying that it has to be just all one race. We're all women of color. Um, and I, I would like to give them a shout out because yes, I think these yes. women are amazing. Kashmir, the CEO for Beauty Bakery, mm-hmm. Melissa from The Lip Bar, um, and we have Supa from The Crayon Case, who's also the CEO. And there's another young lady, she, God forgive me, I forgot her name. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but she's the owner mm. for Hair Are Us. Cool. And we all just come together collectively and we're even working on trying to possibly put together a, an expo for black owned brands being because it's just something that is not mm. really much recognized. Mm. So is that at expos? Is it majority white brand, like white owned brands? I think or it's a like? mixture of everyone, but you, you do tend to notice a trickle here or there of black owned brands. It can be intimidating. I'm going to be honest. It can be intimidating. I did my first expo 2016 fame expo. It was a great experience. Was I in love? No. Am I willing to do it again? Absolutely. Because Mm -hmm. how else will I expect my consumers to know about colored rain? If I'm not willing to do the legwork and put myself out there. Mm. And also too, like, I think you're right. You need to be there because you're setting the standard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like other brands are looking to you I mean, like, wow, they're doing yeah, it different. You know, they're doing it right. Like we should think more thoughtfully about creating product for everyone. I would hope that this is what every, you know, majority of, you know, brands do. I would hope I can't speak for anyone else mm-hmm. other than what goes on, you know, underneath colored rain's roof. But, you know, it's just something I'm passionate about. I can never put something, you know, with half the effort out there. I just, I can't do it. I don't think my conscience would ever let me because it will eat away at me if the consumers sat there and tore it apart. Mm. And can you blame them? How else do you learn if your consumer don't give you feedback? What, how do you take feedback? Mm. I used to take it personally. Mm. Aiden will tell you, I used okay. to take it personally and I would get an attitude about it. But mm-hmm. the more and more seasoned I became in the industry, I learned to be open to the feedback, give the consumers what they want. If you're not willing exactly. to take the feedback and take the criticism, you won't know how to tackle the problems. So you ha- that's an important ingredient to have when you're, you're, you're building a brand. For us too, where it's, yes, it's like our baby and then you know, there's a part of our ego that's hurt too. So it's really like setting aside and knowing that like colored rain is like so much bigger Mm -hmm. than you. It's created by you, but then it becomes so much bigger. And so you just like kind of trust. 
right where it's going right. and, and yeah you just have to be willing to listen you have to be willing to you know go through the obstacles that you may be faced with and mm-hmm. and be real about it everything is not you know the grass isn't always greener on the other side I've gone through obstacles to get where I am today. And I want my followers and and my fan base and my consumers to know it's not a walk in the park, but don't let obstacles become so apparent in your life or in your, your dream and aspiration that you just, you give up and you, you no longer want to, you know, proceed. Real life happens. Um, It's hard when you do not have financial backing of maybe like um, an investor there to invest in your business and you have to work hard to it. Going back to the question about, you know, did I get loans and things of that nature? It's hard. Did it make me want to give up at times? Absolutely. Did I give up? Absolutely not. Will I give give up this day? No, I won't Mm -hmm. because I've already started building a name for the brand and I, 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 I I want people to learn more about colored rain. It's not just all about color. There's passion there. And you can tell in the quality of the product. Mm. What was a time where there was, you know, something that happened that you were like, fuck, like there was like a roadblock or there was something that was really challenging with the business where you were just like, damn. I had, that was 2017. I had many nights of soaking pillows from tears, (laughs) a husband that offered a listening ear, times that I literally did want to give up. Times where I was just like, all right, let me just go back looking for work because this is just not working out. But I had to push myself and say to myself, God did not bring me this far to turn his back on me now. Mm. There was a time in 2017, we went through financial hardship. People weren't talking about the brand as often as we felt they should be talking Mm -hmm. about it. And I've said to Aiden plenty of times, I don't understand this. Then we took on a Melanie and I'm like, Melanie, you know, let's get the brand more recognition. That's when we took on Melanie who's Mm -hmm. been doing a great job as far as uh, for PR. And it's just like, what what are we not doing? What is it about Colored Rain that isn't standing out? Because I don't get it. We got great, stuff. Mm -hmm. And then we had to really take a couple steps back and look at the trend of the market as it was and, Mm -hmm. and, and start to notice that it wasn't about the product that we were putting out. It's just the trend of the market that was taking place. So we had to sit there and revisit and restructure how we were doing things and releases that now in 2019, I think we're ahead of schedule. We got a lot of exciting things coming up for 2019, a a major collabs that we really can't talk about. One that is just extremely out of this world, Mm -hmm. like, I wish I could really, really oh, yeah. divulge, but we have some exciting things. <laughs> Just tell them what it rhymes with. You're going with. to space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh my gosh, I can't talk about the direction without talking about the direction. Oh my, but you guys should see her. She is like a about major, to. <laughs> it's it's going to be seen on a major network with some major, it's a very well-known TV show I series. I, I think I know. Scandal. No. Oh God, no! Scandal is no, no. done. I it, wish Scandal would come back. I'm, yeah, yeah. I won't yeah. say it. I won't we say won't it. say it. Wow. You, yeah, <laughs> but it's exciting, and this collaboration is really going to have Jaws on the floor. Wow. That's all I'm going to say. It's going to have Jaws on the floor. 
for, for an indie brand that is amazing well there is an almost 30 collab you could have <laughs> just neutrals <laughs> whatever's boring with no. millennial pink on the list no, right. yeah, literally. everyone loves the millennial and pink now okay. it's so true um what is one thing so for our girls when they're looking for makeup you mm-hmm. know looking at colored rain or looking at even you know other products what are things that they should look for to make sure that it's very quality and that they know that what they're getting is a great product anything you pick up from color rain is going to be great quality yeah. and great product and i'm not even saying that trying to sound conceited or anything like that i am tooting my own horn but it goes back to the passion that we put into our product that you're going to get good quality um but if you are a beginner Mm-hmm. For instance, and you you really don't know how to work with a product, Beauty Rust, a six pan eyeshadow palette. Mm. It's there for anyone who's inexperienced down to the very well experienced. Mm. You can create a lot of beautiful looks, versatile looks. How do you make sure that the makeup itself, like cruelty free, like what is so it means it's not tested on animals, right? Are any of the yeah. in normal makeup like the products made from animal? Anything? Is that what we have to watch out for yeah. as well? I don't well, know. Yeah. So for instance, any 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 product that tests on animal obviously isn't right. cruelty free. Um, the thing is nowadays that you have to be mindful of and when you want to cater to more than one market, remain cruelty free and vegan. Mm. And again, this all plays an important role for me because now in watching the nature shows, I start to take things, a lot of things into consideration as I get older. Even my eating habits are changing. Mm-hmm. I'm not vegan. I'm now practice, a practicing pescatarian, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to make my way to vegan veganism. And so it's just like, well, if I can do this for myself, I can do it for my beauty products as well. And, and, opens up another door for another demographic of, of consumers. You know what I mean? But I think any, any brand or any company that sacrifices the life of an animal for their own personal good, that's evil. I mean, you wouldn't use your life or another human's life as a guinea pig, right? right. So don't do it with, with animals. It just doesn't even make fucking sense to me Uh, yeah like i'm like why do you use like bunnies and rats lab rats Mm -hmm. oh my god lab rats like it's hard i mean just seeing you know the lives that when when an animal is being attacked it's it's hard Mm -hmm. it's a tearjerker Mm -hmm. it's a tearjerker so i'm not going to do it for my products i'm not going to do it to my my customers and my consumers i've run ran across and used products that may have used animal products and market themselves as not. And the reason why I can say for sure is because I have sensitive skin. So when I'm using certain things Mm -hmm. and it reacts, I know what to look for. You know, integrity is key. Colored Rain will always have integrity. And we will always, always, always make sure that we we remain true to who we are. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we are. I mean, and most of our consumers to notice, we do. We are registered with PETA. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, we are. And we're registered with PETA and cu- wow. cruelty free. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to, for my, I don't really know much, but seeing such pigmented colors and such bright palettes, mm. I, I never associate that with being cruelty free or being vegan or being anything like that. You know? Oh, yeah. There's, there's always more than one way to skin a cat. You can get the same color payoff or, and what have you. Work really closely. Have a good intimate like relationship. Skin a cat, but like don't. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yes. Right. Oh, God. Me and my puns. Um, but yeah, if you have a close intimate relationship with your, your lab, you should be able to attain all of these things with no issues. Mm. You know what I mean? So 
Yeah. What are you, so I know you have a lot of things coming. You mentioned the partnership, anything else in the new year that people can kind of look out for that you're really excited and proud of? Oh, my foundation. Oh, oh yeah. Yes, tell us about them. Good God, they're so good. I mean, it literally feels like skin. Working on the, them for, like I said, since 2016, but in two th- this year, probably about four months ago, I want to say we finalized the formula. Wow. I'm wearing, the, yeah, I'm wearing um, the, the I'm foundation to today. And when I tell you the scope of shade range, a lot of the industry talk about, oh, people of color, their skin tones are left, you know, mm-hmm. out of the, the shade range. What people don't realize too, it's not only with people of color, you have extremely pale skin tones. They're like almost paper white and no one has a tone to match for them. Mm. I feel just as bad for them as I mm. do for, you know, people of my own skin tone. Mm. So this range is really, uh, people are going to be blown out of Wow. The, the expectation for these eyeshadows, they're top notch. Aiden, for the first time, used it on me today. I've been using it for months on myself. We're still perfecting his skin tone, his shade range. Mm-hmm. He used it on my face today. And this is one of the most picky makeup artists I know. He has his cult favorite items to use, and it's hard to get him to stray away from any of that. He used my foundation. He was like, I'm speechless. This foundation, he's like, this formula is flawless. Wow. It looks, it looks so amazing. <laughs> Literally flawless. Is that like highlighter though? Like on the nose and the... Yeah, I'm wearing your tree. Yeah. So she's got like a little bit of highlighter on the nose. It looks so good. You know, I have to accentuate my Beautiful. nose You have the cutest nose. Yeah. Thank you. What? You think I have the cutest nose? Thank you. <laughs> yeah. What are you excited about besides um, the foundations like from your personal life? Creating. Your just life? always creating. Remaining creative and innovative. That's just something I'm always going to be excited about. Mm-hmm. I'm always thinking. There are times I send Aiden a text that like, and he lives on the East Coast. I'll send him a text at like 11 o'clock my time, which is like what, two o'clock in the morning his time. Aiden, what do you think about this color story? What do you think about this release? <laughs> but just to go in, we're working on Christmas bundles um, on products that we want to put out for the holidays. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. We're not going to necessarily do a new release for Christmas. If we can make the time schedule, we will. If not, we'll just mainly focus on like Christmas bundles and, you know, um, how to, to y- y- apply your mm-hmm. makeup tutorials, working with different um, influencers uh, to show my consumers how to use a product. We should do a video when we go to New York of you doing our makeup. Oh God, yes. (laughs) And show everyone. Do that. Definitely should. That would be so fun. Yeah. And then we're also working on, Melanie's working very Mm -hmm. intimately. We're working on getting a a couple of our items that's going to be seen on the red carpet. I think it's the Oscars or something that's coming up. That's amazing. One thing I want to point out that is extremely important. We are made in the United States. Mm -hmm. I do not outsource outside of America to make the product. I like to have a close watchful eye on everything that we put out and to make sure that we're completely compliant and things of that nature. So that your compliance. Yes. That's <laughs> where the compliance yes. comes in. Right? <laughs> Boring. <It's> amazing. <laughs> it's important though. It is yeah. extremely important. It may not be exciting, but it's important to dot all I's and cross cross all T's. But yeah, that's what we're 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 working on. We have, you know, some blushes that we're working out to come out in mm. 2019, some lip kits that we're working out to come out in 2019, some contours, um uh lip liners, mm. things of that nature. Cool. So. That's great. That's amazing. 
It's amazing. Okay. Yeah. Well, we love you. This mm-hmm. has been so much fun. Thank dream. You. We should do a giveaway with our followers, well, too. Why not? Yeah. Let's do, do it. it. Who no, wants they, to win some colored bang goodies? Yes. Free. Okay, yes. let's do it. Let's they do it, for sure. Freak. When we release I'm this, serious. go to okay. our Instagram. We'll do some colored rain yes. like bundle. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just as a last question uh, from me, what would be one thing you would tell a woman that wants to build a business like yours? Keep going. Don't ever let anyone talk you out of it tell you that this idea is stupid or you're wasting your time, don't leave a good job, do it. If the the vision was implanted in you, go ahead and see that, mm-hmm. you know, you see forth the, uh, within your dreams, whatever it is that you want to do, do it. Don't let anyone whisper in your ear and say otherwise, because you got to realize people will come at you in different angles and sometimes misery love company and they'll hate and, and try to hold you down mm-hmm. in that position. Nope. Do it. Rebuke it and keep going. Rebuke it and keep going. I was making six figures at my job and I completely walked away. Wow. If the love and the passion isn't there. And then things show up once you say yes. You know what I mean? It's just, and I walked away from that job having that blessed assurance and that confidence like, this is my last job working for someone else. So therefore, (laughs) I think if anyone, woman, man, whoever it is, if you have your mindset on something that you want to do, do it. Do it. You only get one chance to live and walk on this earth. Do it. You know what I mean? Amen. Yes. So good. So good, honey. (laughs) All right. Oh, so where can everyone find you? And where can everyone find you? Colored Rain is the uh, Instagram handle mm-hmm. so it's spelled colored with a u and rain with an e so it's c-o-l-o-u-r-e-d as in david r-a-i-n-e dot com is the website and just colored rain on instagram, instagram. and twitter and colored rain cosmetics on facebook great perfect thank so you so excited. much this hopefully so i don't talk here. you guys ears no. off but you guys are so easy to talk to i, I know love we you. are <laughs> Oh my gosh, so easy Why to talk to. Well, that's why we do this. <laughs> you guys are good. And congratulations one again, once again. Oh, thanks. I really, really, really. Well, it isn't, <laughs> but I'm going to give women their congratulations. Thank you. We appreciate due. that. Women rock. We're we rule. We rock. We totally rock. Yes. Love you. Thank See you, you guys next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much, Lorraine. If you'd like to try her products, I mean, they are so stunning. The colors are lip, actually of, an, stuff is good. of another planet. Yeah. So beautiful. So beautifully pigmented. I just love it. So coloredrain.com. That's C-O-L-O-U-R-E-D-R-A-I-N-E.com. And we have our review of the week. You all have been so friggin' sweet. Not, not sure exactly why this took me so long, but alas, five stars. Why are they so funny? They're so funny. So funny. And then she goes, five friggin' stars. This podcast has created space for me and so many others. I so look forward to new episodes and get such inspiration from Krista and Lindsay. You two kill it. Such important content that promotes personal growth for all. Thank you for all that you do. And that's from Get a Helmet. <laughs> oh, see you on the pod. <laughs> We helped her through your podcast, bro. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, we're going to be interviewed on her podcast. I cannot wait. It did take you a long time. Because I know you've you've been a part of the community for a long time. Uh, Just kidding. We love you. And um, your reviews mean a lot. It helps us bring on awesome guests. So thank you so much for taking just a few seconds out of your day to send those little love notes to Lindsay and I. 
come see us on tour, come alone, come with friends. We are here for you. Um, join the secret Facebook group to get support from women that are just like you. Follow us on Instagram, almost 30 podcast. We have tons of giveaways coming up. So make sure to check the page to see about giveaways we have going on. And then your podcast pro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're relaunching and super excited about it. Yeah. Lots of great resources for you. We love you. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next time. Bye.